Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's Brett. So in the next 30 days, I'm going to be starting a whole new baking business from scratch. I've been running my cake business, Hobble Creek Cake Company, for the past three years, and then I moved this summer. I'm in a new city. It's a completely new market, completely new customer base, and it's a really fun opportunity to start fresh, to learn some things, to teach some things, and bring you guys along for the ride. And I'm really, really excited to do it again and prove to myself and to everyone that it wasn't luck. The fact that I was able to grow a baking business from my home, it's not about luck. It's about business strategy. It's about having a plan. It's about taking control and knowing where you want to go. And it's about believing that it can happen because when you believe in it, you'll actually put the effort in. You'll actually take the steps to make it happen and get to the other side. So I've given myself this time container of 30 days where I'm going to be creating and planning and launching and implementing this whole new baking business. And I'm going to be having these little mini episodes here on the podcast so that you can follow along and stay in the loop and learn as I go along. So those will be coming out every Tuesday. And today I just wanted to update you on where I am so far with this new baking business. I'm still centering this business around cake because cake is where my passion really lies. I love designing cakes. I love the satisfying process of creating cakes. That just is what really fulfills me as a baker. I enjoy that. So I'm still focusing on cakes and I'm still focusing specifically on wedding cakes. As I've moved to this new town, I have noticed that there really isn't a wedding cake person here. There's one lady who does them, and she's the owner of the one and only venue in town. So she kind of has her hands full, and I've heard from people around town, neighbors and friends and different people I've met, that she's kind of looking to duck out of it and do less of the cakes because she's running a whole venue. So the opportunity is there for me to come and fill this niche and... I'm just kind of planning and preparing how I want to do that. As I'm doing this, I'm following my own recipe for success in business, those six ingredients we've talked about all the time, and the first one is a plan. So I spent the past week really going over my plan and thinking about what my goals are, thinking about who my target customers are, and thinking about my brand and about the product that I want to offer, what the value of that is, and spelling all of that out. And I actually follow my own template that I have. You can download it. I'll leave the link for it in the show notes, but you can download this whole template. It's It'll walk you through how to create just a simple business plan for your for your baking business and help you actually kind of have a framework to operate within so you're not just flying by the seat of your pants all the time. So I'm using that template 
to kind of craft my goals and what my mission is and what I really want to achieve, I've decided to call my business Salt Creek Cake Design, which sounds a lot like Hobble Creek Cake Company, and I was resistant to that at first. Picking a name took longer than it should have, um, but I last time when I picked my name for Hobble Creek Cake Company, I chose that name because it spoke to the local area. There's a canyon near us called Hobble Creek Canyon. And so lots of things in town are called Hobble Creek. And I really wanted to let people know where I was and be part of the community by calling it that. And so that's why I went with Hobble Creek. And here there's a canyon called Salt Creek. And so I I wanted to do that. I, I was like, oh, it's a little close. I explored a couple different options. Um, I thought about Bella Sugar or Sugar Bella. I was playing around with all these different words um, and thoughts, but in the end, I still just, I really liked Salt Creek. I think it identifies with this community and it feels kind of rustic. And I like the idea of salt opposed to sugar. I I don't know why. I just feel like it feels a little more... um, I don't know, it kind of goes against the grain of what normally a bakery is called. And I really like the idea of how a simple teaspoon of salt elevates an entire recipe. And I feel like a good wedding cake, even though maybe it seems small or maybe it seems, you know, not the most important detail, but when you have a good cake, it really elevates the entire wedding day and that experience that you're having. So it kind of traces back to that idea of salt. So Salt Creek Cake Design is what I've decided to call it. And my goals are A, because this is like a learning experience, I don't plan to run this business for like the long haul. I don't plan to like pour everything into it from now on. I just want to like get it going, have a couple of good months, and then probably like turn off orders and kind of end the experiment there. We'll see where it goes. But for now, I'm really just having a very controlled approach to it instead of just taking orders willy-nilly. I want to be really intentional about where my availability is, what months I'm trying to fill, and then backing off to evaluate where I want to go after that. So my main goal, I'm looking at March and April. These are the two wedding months that I really want to fill and I want to push myself. So my goal is to take 10 to 12 wedding cakes a month in March and April. So 20 to 24 total between those two months. And I've never done that before. With wedding cakes, I've always been very cautious about overbooking myself because I do very detailed stylized flower work typically and it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of effort and concentration and so I normally just do like one two maybe three a month but I want to approach this in a whole new way where I'm going to streamline my order process I'm going to automate everything I can where like getting orders booked and sending invoices and I just want to eliminate and automate a lot of that back-end work so it can free up my time. I want to streamline my production and my menu and just the way I work I really want to fine-tune it so I can be fast and efficient to be able to do this many cakes and still keep the high quality that is so important to me. I don't want to budge on quality and I don't think you have to. Um, Now that I've been doing this a few years, I've definitely gotten faster and more efficient and it's, I think it's totally possible. To do 10 to 12 wedding cakes a month comes down to about three to four a week with maybe even a weekend off. I like to give myself a weekend off in the month 
And so it's, it's really not going to be too bad. And my other stipulation is I'm keeping it super local. I'm not taking any orders that are like outside a 15 minute drive radius. I want to stay in this city, in this county, um, because a lot of times it's those long deliveries that really take a toll on me as a cake decorator. So that's part of my goal is to just keep it local, try and take on that higher bulk as far as the revenue and the income I'm trying to make, as the bottom line, what I want to be able to pay myself, if I average 400 to 450 for a price of a wedding cake, that's just kind of like the, the middle range is what I'm going for, and I sell 10 to, 10 to 12 of those, I'm looking at about um, $2,250 to $2,700, so $22 to $2,700 a month, bottom line, that would be the 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 estimated bottom line of what I will want to pay myself each month, which is awesome. That's like a full-on paycheck. So that's what I'm going for to see if I can sustain this heavier load, if I can fine-tune my process enough to be able to do that and still make really good money doing that where it doesn't take over our lives. Like I've I figured it out to a point where I want to be able to do this where I can make the money but not have to like sacrifice all the time with my family and be in the kitchen all the time and feel like I'm working all the time. I want to really simplify things and see if it works. The other thing I've been working on that the first that's all plan. That's the first ingredient to baking business success is having your plan in place. The second ingredient is your product. And so I've been looking a lot at my product because that plays a really key role in how I'm going to be able to accomplish these goals. When you want to mass produce a little more, when you move away from just pouring yourself into one piece of work that's at a high price, as you move more into mass production like I'm trying to do, you have to like dilute the customization a little bit because customization and mass production go, they kind of butt heads. They're not really sustainable together and you have to find a middle ground or you have to find a way, the equipment or the process to make it happen. And then you always just lose a little bit of customization when you want to mass produce. And so looking at my product, I'm moving away from my typical flowery painted cake style, which I still love and I'll still take orders through my Hobble Creek Cake Co. when I want to. But for these Salt Creek Cake Design cakes, I want them to be very like rustic, elegance, simplified. My goal is to make ordering a wedding cake the easiest experience for people around here. And I just know as, as I've started to do some market research, as I've looked at people's wedding portfolios of local photographers and venues, and just starting to kind of like do some research about my target customer, there's definitely a very um, rustic, organic, natural feel. It's very classic wedding cake with with texture, um, with like simple florals and greens. One thing I've noticed as I've done some research is just about every local wedding that I come across, the groom is in a cowboy hat. <laughs> that is just the feel here. It is a cowboy rodeo town, and I think they just have cowboy rodeo weddings. And notice I said I think... I'm still in the process of validating a lot of this because it's really important. When I started my first cake business, I didn't validate almost anything. I kind of just designed it and built it around what I really liked. My logo, the name, the style, all of it was really centered around 
my own intuition, which worked in the end really well, and it, and it attracted people who lined up with the same things that I did. For this time, though, I, I really want to niche down and listen to what's important to my customer and build this business around my customer. And I think that that will crank up the odds of success. It will crank up the demand for my product because it'll just be so fine-tuned into what people really want in a wedding around here. And it'll really speak to what's important to them, the feel and the theme and the look and the just the whole ambience of their wedding. I want my cakes to really just fit right into that style. So my product's going to be really simplified. I'll have, you know, just kind of basic white wedding cakes with some different variations of texture, maybe an occasional added like stencil pattern, um, and then flowers. I want to just kind of focus on the different floral arrangements and just making really lovely, clean, professional work that's so easy to order it's just it's done it's checked off your list it's like the best part of your wedding planning because it's so easy to do and it's such an exciting thing to order a cake I've really streamlined my menu as well I've just taken it down to the four top flavors which is chocolate vanilla red velvet and lemon that I, I tend to do. Those are kind of just the base flavors and I'm just keeping like simple buttercream. I'm not doing a lot of fancy filling options. It's just going to be straight up a good cake. It doesn't have to hide behind fillings or add-ins or whatever else. So that's the plan is just to have four really solid flavors. So when someone wants to order, it's really easy. They pick their size, they pick their texture option, they pick their flavor, bam, done, paid. That's the idea, right? Now that I've kind of figured out my plan and my product, I'm moving into working on my price and my marketing. This week and next week, I'm going to be, you know, looking at my numbers. I'm going to be crunching, like, prices have changed a lot of ingredients since I've worked out my last pricing scheme. And so it's a really good time to revisit, like, what do my eggs actually cost me and my sour cream and the flour and everything that goes into it and cost it out and my time commitment has changed and the delivery has changed and so I'm going to price things out and come up with my base pricing for this new cake business and then I'm going to start marketing and I'm going to start getting the word out really fast. The first thing I will do is reach out to the local friends that I've made and enlist their help in getting the word out and in sending referrals and I'll also probably ask them for feedback on like my logo and my colors and the pictures I'm taking and what do they think? Is it working? And it does it feel right for the community? Um, I want to get a lot of feedback and community involvement as they go forward building this business. And marketing, I'm also going to approach that one venue in town, that one cake lady who owns the venue. Um, I plan to reach out to her and I'm going to approach it really, really softly and just start to build a connection and a relationship. I'm not just going to come out of the, come out the door swinging like saying, hey, will you please send me customers? <laughs> I want to build some trust there first. I know that the cake is really important to her. Her mom did cakes as I've read through like her bio and her website. And so it's a detail that I think she's not going to hand off lightly unless she feels like she can trust someone. And so I really want to build that trust and that connection, um, before I just start asking for customer referrals. But that's my plan to going forward pricing and marketing. I've got my plan, my product under my belt. 
and I'm going to keep going from there. I'm really, really excited to get this new thing launched. I've been baking a few cake layers and taking some new photos. One of my um, rules that I gave myself starting over to make it fair, I can't erase my decorating talent and the skills that I've built up. And so it's like in that way, I've kind of got a leg up starting from scratch because I already know how my process is. I get to start ahead of the game. So one of the rules I gave to myself is I'm not allowed to use any of my previous photos or my previous work to include in this new portfolio. I have to start a new portfolio completely from scratch. And it's actually, it's a lot of fun. I get to kind of go for a new look. I get to play around with my photography and how I want to style things. So I've been doing that. I took my first pictures last night. Um, I'll be starting a new Instagram for Salt Creek Cake Design and starting to add photos there. So if you want to find me, Salt Creek Cake or Salt Creek Cake Design, I haven't decided exactly which one I'm going to call it, but I'll be on Instagram and you can watch me grow that as well from scratch. I've built two pages over 10,000 followers. My Hobble Creek Cake is at like almost 14,000 and the Out of Home Baker is around, right around 56,000. And if you've ever heard anything from me, if you've ever followed along with what I teach, I tell you never to focus on the amount of followers. That's not the game you're playing. And the amount of followers does not influence the amount of orders you have or the amount of money you make or how successful you are. It's literally just this arbitrary number, but we put so much stock into it. And what I tell you is to focus on serving your audience, serving your customers, doing it well, building your brand, and then followers naturally just happen. What the key of Instagram marketing is to connect with your target customer. It's not to reach the whole wide world. You want to very much drive everything you do content-wise on social media towards the people who can actually buy from you. So that is my intention with Instagram. And we'll see. We'll see how it works in reaching my customers. And maybe it's not even the tool that's going to actually reach them. I'm going to experiment with it and see what is the best way to really bring in customers and reach the people who need my services. It's going to be a lot of fun to figure this out. So I'm excited. This is update number one on Salt Creek Cake Design. Um, next week on Tuesday, I'll let you know how the pricing and the marketing is going. And hopefully I'll start getting some of my first orders for this new business. I'm really, really stoked. If you have any questions about what I'm doing or there's, you know, specific information you want me to share or things like behind the scenes you want to learn, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, find me on the Out of Home Baker, DM me there, and let me know what you like to hear or like to see. And I'm more than happy to use this as a teaching and a learning tool for all of us. So thanks for listening in, and I'll catch you next week. Bye.